Alright, here we are again, back on another podcast here at CCAG, here with Pastor Floyd, as always, and then today we have another special guest. We are so excited to have him on the podcast today. God has uh, worked through him, and when you get to hear him and how he speaks and what he says, I mean, you can't just help but feel the passion in the heart that he has. Uh, We have Brother Andrew Joseph with us today. Andrew, will you just introduce yourself, and uh, we'll go from there. Well, thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor Floyd, for having me. Yeah. It's really a, a real honor to be here, and I'm excited about uh, today's podcast. Uh, not much to say about me. Jim. <laughs> Just uh, name's Andrew. Uh, recently moved down here, and uh, and uh, I uh, work as a software engineer. And the time, the opportunities that God uh, God opens up, I just try to be faithful and yeah. try to do what God asked me to do. And the, I'm Amen. just trying trying to make it. Yes, and you, your dad is in the ministry, that, right? That, that in Delaware. Is, is that, that is correct? correct. Yeah, so, I'm, a, so you, I'm a pastor's kid. Come on yes. now. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. My de- dad's been in the ministry for close to 15 years now. Wow. Uh, so, grown up in the church all my life, uh, and uh, as being part of that, naturally, uh, you know, involved in all the different aspects of the church, whether it be behind the scenes, front of the scenes. And so, uh, yeah, and get got at a teenage age, God just grabbed a hold of me, and Praise I God. just started uh, getting very passionate about the Lord and, and, yeah. and uh, just started pursuing Him on my own. And wow. uh, years later, I'm, um, I'm still following and here I'm still are. pursuing. Yeah, yeah man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you got two things good about you. One, your name is Andrew, right. and I can, I can relate right there. And two, you're a pastor's kid. So I mean, we got two things in common right off the bat, and that's awesome. But today we want to talk about um, the idea of staying full without food. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by that? We're really talking about uh, what it means uh, to read the Bible, yes. to take in devotion, what it means to have the word of God and and feast on it every single day in our life. So we're going to talk about that. Um, but Pastor Floyd, I just want to ask the question to you, as we do always, just starting out, what does it mean to stay full on the word of God? You know, I kept thinking about that question when you were asking Andrew and myself. Yeah. And I wrote just a, a little meaning then down when I kept thinking about that. So during this time of fasting, for those of you that are participating with us and even not, you know, uh, for me, I found out that if I, just like these bodies, we, we have to have the food to be deposited in our lives. Right. I found out at an early age serving God with grandparents that really um, saved and called into ministry, working in the ministry themselves, they really encouraged me as a young Christian, a young child of God, to make the deposit of God's Word daily in Mm. my life. And until I started doing that, I realized how much my spirit was starving. I mean, really, if there's not a daily dose, just like this food, we need food in our bodies, and we know that, but if there is not a daily dose of God's Word and the nutrition of God's Word in our hearts and in our lives, we will literally starve ourselves from the presence and power of God. That's how important it is to have that involved. So I just kind of come up with a little something as you asked that question in my heart. I just kind of wrote this down. Food replacement for me is word replacement and prayer replacement or fellowship with Jesus Christ. Mm. There is absolutely no way, and let me just emphasize that again, absolutely no way to walk with God without having uh, the Word of God present in one's being. There is absolutely no way that you can do that. It it, it is literally like the air that we breathe, and uh, it is the oxygen, so to speak. It really is, and uh, there's no way that we can function without it, you know, too. So I I just wanted to kind of, so again, food replacement, literal uh, even food replacement could be spiritual food as it, it is it replaced by word and prayer, fellowship with Jesus in our hearts and in our lives. So. I remember when I first uh, started really, truly diving into the Bible, it was one of those things, you know, when you start out reading the Bible, it, it's a, it's not a, it's not a habit. We talked about spiritual disciplines before. Right. It's not a habit in the beginning. So it's kind of hard to get into until you truly just 
you know, realize the stories and, and how they relate to us and how God speaks to us. And then now at this point, um, having that, that daily interaction with the Bible and that daily talk with God, I feel like I'm missing something if I don't get into my word. Mm. Like, I feel like there is something, uh, that I need to do. It's, it's kind of like getting up and putting my pants on. Like if I was to walk out the door without my pants, obviously I'm missing something, right? Yeah. (laughs) And I feel the same way if I, if I haven't got into the word is that okay i i don't feel like i'm fully there today if i don't have that what about uh with andrew what do you what do you think like was your key moment when you really started diving like into the bible yeah so growing up especially as a pastor's kid you know we yeah uh, you hear the lecture did you read the bible today (laughs) right and uh, before you go to bed did you read the bible before you go to bed and we we were almost scared into making sure you read the bible it's like if the lord comes tonight yeah yeah. i better know reading six verses is that going to cut it you know that that, that's kind of it it was it was their way of actually just getting us to just do it yeah and uh i remember as a as a small kid uh my my parents used to make me read a proverbs a day mm, right so if it was on. the it was the 13th day then yes. we would read proverbs 13, 13 for that day yeah. and really what they were trying to do is just instill that discipline of that habit of reading the scriptures every day yeah. But, you know, growing up, it's just like, oh, I got to do this. Otherwise, I'm going to get in trouble or my mom's going to ground me <laughs> or I ain't yeah, going to be able yeah. to watch TV. I'm gonna say, <laughs> right. And, and that's kind of like the attitude. I mean, where where it kind of shifted to me uh, is in my teenage years. And my my uh, attitude towards the word changed because I stopped looking at this as a book oh. and more of this is God's voice. That's good. And this is my my father's voice. And and I couldn't even imagine just being in the home with my dad and mom, like Mm. going a whole day without even saying one word to them or without even having them say one word to me. And that's kind of where the spirit of God grabbed hold of me. And it's like, listen, when when you when you skip reading the word, that's exactly what you're doing. Your father in heaven has something he wants to tell you. Yeah. And you're just shutting him down. It's it's almost like uh, my dad and mom want to talk to me, and I just put on my headphones and I'm just doing my own thing. Come yeah. on. And uh, if I can't do that with my physical earthly parents, how am I able to do that with my heavenly Father? That's when it shifted for me. Then it's just like, oh no, I I, I want to read this. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and, and I think that that's where it changed for me is to to stop looking at this as a book and more of uh, these are real living words that's good coming from the mouth of the lord from god who who loves me who cares for me yes. who wants to see the best for me who who has something to say to me at yeah. any time of the day love yeah. that uh, that's great love that that's great oh absolutely love yeah. that you know i relate to what you're saying because i had a grandmother do the same thing and i've tried to deposit that in these guys of a proverb a day keeps the devil away you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's daily wisdom isn't it but it, it really is i know a lot of people say how you hear the voice of the lord and really and i believe that the lord can speak audibly probably many of us have never heard the voice of the lord audibly <laughs> and we know that he can do that but he mainly does doesn't he andrew he really does speak through his word and this is the love letter of god right and how can we know god's voice until we you know because i know many a times i know you could say the same thing that when we've been in the word and pastor drew as well not only do you hear the words just pop off you can read that scripture a thousand times but it's just like for that day in that moment that those words just come out of that page for you in that moment and the holy spirit that's the word for you today right you know and it's just absolutely amazing how uh, it's the word is inexhaustible that uh, i could sit there and preach you know just not only gather personally some things that God's trying to do in me, but it's amazing that you could preach from one passage and the Lord just show you something totally different from the same passage next year. You know, it just absolutely blows my mind what God wants to do. And, and so, um, you know, I got to thinking about when, and I've said this the last podcast, but especially during this time of fasting where Jesus said this, I mean, the enemy does come against. That was really the first thing in Matthew 4, 4, when Jesus was getting ready to start his ministry. And Jesus declared to the enemy when he tried to tempt him, turn this stone, make it into bread. And Jesus was quoting scripture back in the Old Testament. He said, listen, uh, man shall not live 
by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Uh, You know, not only was Jesus talking about it being spiritual food, but it was the only sustenance for us as children of God that we were going to be able to go forward, Mm -hmm. that we were going to be able to just maneuver and go. Jesus said it was the only way. Now, I just think that it's interesting that that was the first temptation. And Jesus already declared that to the to the enemy. Listen, mm-hmm. the only way that I'm going to make it and go forward in what the Father has called me to do to lay down my life yeah. is that the Word must be my primary source yeah. of food yeah. in my life. And if we don't get that right, and that, I think that's the thing, that's the first and foremost, if we don't get that right as a child of God to apply this, to make this part of our lives. And they, I tell you, we, I believe this, Andrew and Pastor Drew, we will not be successful in where God wants us to go. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah and I, I think it's interesting because you keep, we keep uh, comparing the Word of God as something to eat, yes. right? Yes. And uh, as for our sustenance and stuff. And the, the Bible actually compares the word of God in the same way. Absolutely. Right. 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 Like in Jeremiah 15, 16, yes. right, it reads like this, your words were found and I ate them. Come on yeah. now. I ate them. Yes. And it's, it's it, we see the same thing in, in the book of Revelations, right? John, the, the Lord tells him, eat the scroll, eat the words. Yes. And, uh, that, that that word that when we talk about eating the word, uh, I just looked it up in the Greek, and that word just simply means to gain, to consume, to gain strength. That's good. Mm, to yeah. consume, to gain. Love that strength in the both body, mind, sure. and spirit. Yeah. Yes. And uh, uh, I, I I think it's I, I think it's interesting that we don't see. Uh, a command, so to say, to say, read the scriptures, but we do see eat the scriptures, yeah. right? To yeah. get it inside of you, yeah. right? right? And it's it's one thing I could read this book like any other book, or I could yeah. read right. this like a textbook, or and you know it's just simply words. But when I make it a part of me, or Come when on. I get it inside of me, right, is when you start to see. Yes. Things change, right? Yes. And it is just like eating food, right? When you when you eat and you you get that and that you start to feel the effects of that in yeah. your body, right? Yes. Your stomach feels different, you get strength in your body and right. vice versa if you don't, you feel tired, you feel weak. And, and that's exactly mm. what the scripture does for our spiritual man is that you when you when you consume that word mm. on a day-to-day yeah. basis, it that's when you start to feel that that strength, that's Amen. when you start to feel the changes in your spiritual life yes. and in your physical life. Yeah. And and, and so I, I think it's very interesting that we keep going back to that idea of consuming the word, not yes. just reading it, but getting it inside Amen. of it. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think of this, like, um, and, and I think of this um, when, when I was thinking of just the other side. To, to say, uh, well, why don't, uh, why do you think people have such a hard time reading the word you know why do they have a hard time digesting the word and there could be a bunch of one one thing is exactly like what i was thinking inside of that is the same thing that you brought up was there's a distinct difference between reading the bible and engaging in the bible you know what i'm saying like you can just read it like you said like Mm -hmm. every other book that's awesome but engaging in it is a whole separate deal and it becomes alive it becomes active living and breathing inside of us each and every day what are some other reasons that you think that maybe some people have a hard time uh grasping onto the word or making it that that habit that we need in our life i think one of the number one things we'll hear and y'all can probably say this too is being ministers of the gospel is people say i don't understand it yeah you know you'll hear that well i don't understand and so what happens is when they get to a place and i'll tell you listen i've been preaching this thing since i was 16 i know andrew and pastor drew you guys have been preaching it there are things you know that i wrestle with that 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 I don't understand. But what happens is I started thinking about that question that you're asking right there. And I think sometimes, can I say this respectfully, people use that as a cop-out because what happens is, is they start getting in it. And when they don't understand it, they quit. Yeah, that's true. And I'll tell you this before I've had, now there's some great study Bibles out there and some great resources that we even say even here at the church of the fire bible which is awesome if you you need to get a copy of that or get in touch with us you can get that online it's a great resource great study (laughs) firebible.com absolutely great resource we love those things but i'll tell you this i got to thinking about that question 
And while people say that, the Holy Spirit just kept uh, moving in my heart saying, but Floyd, remember, I'm the teacher. Mm -hmm. Come on, there's been many a time where I didn't understand. Come on now. And in that moment, I didn't understand. Boy, I feel God's Spirit speaking to me right now, even as I say this, that when I got done and I just... Uh, absorbed or meditated what God's now God and I've even prayed this God I don't fully understand this right now mm. but I'm asking you your Holy Spirit mm. to reveal to me in this uh, moment and I'll tell you what how many know this and I, I feel a little preachy right now or I wouldn't so even good. say this yes. I think the thing of it is is that when we ask God directly of I don't understand this would you send your Holy Spirit he does it every time. Amen. I just believe yeah. that. And I'm afraid what we've done is we've used this, I don't understand it, as a cop-out to not go forward and dive deep. I will say this to anybody that is watching. If our dependence is truly on the Holy Spirit and upon God to reveal his word, let me tell you, he will not disappoint us not one time. He will tell us. He will reveal to us. And he will show us what his word says. So I I just, you know, I kind of almost approached it. I was going to say that and really elaborate. And I think that we need helps. Don't get me wrong. There's some great helps out there as far as great. And and I will say this. We need to be careful who we listen to right. and what comments of of because there's many opinions right. yeah. but it's God's word at the end of the day and the truth of God's word that needs to prevail yeah. and so um, but I think too when we read and I think here's the thing is that when we meditate read and just like you guys have been saying, so thankful for that, that it's not something that I accomplish of just checking my box for the day. Let's be careful about that, of not being religious, mm-hmm. because us as Pentecostals right. and, and Christians, we can be very religious of saying, I check my box for the day, and it doesn't become like you guys have already said, alive and breathe, because it... it the Word of God says this. The Word of God, it, it says that in Hebrews, it's quick, chapter 4, I think right. it's verse 12. It's quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Yeah. It becomes, in other words, uh, I think another, and you might read this, Pastor Drew, it becomes living, yeah. really. That's, that's, that's another, I think, version right. of that scripture, and I love that. If we don't create the living mechanism where we allow it to become living, and then we, after that, God, what are you trying to say to me? What are you trying to show to me? What are you trying to reveal to me? Then it's just, like you said, another book on the shelf. We don't believe that it's truly the word, like you said, Brother Andrew, the very uh, mouth of God speaking in our hearts and in our lives. Sorry, I know that was a long answer. No, that's But that's just what I feel like in my heart the Lord's just trying to say. Because I will tell you this, there is... More than ever, we have more books. We have everything, come on, that we need. It's on our phones. You know, the the resources that we have nowadays compared to years and years ago did not exist. But yet people, according to statistics today, are not in the Word of God. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, you know, our, our generation, the generation Z that I come up in is categorized as one of the most biblical illiterate generations Mm -hmm. ever. And, you know, I, I did a series with our parents a couple months ago and I was, it was with parents and kids talking about the family unit. And one thing that we said is, yeah, this is the statistic, but it doesn't have to be our statistic. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just I because this is what the world says doesn't mean this is what my family has to say. Mm-hmm. And I, and for myself and my family and my kids, yes, I, I don't want that to be said about us. Right. And so, yeah, we don't want the cop out of saying that, you know, I just don't understand it. Because there's been, and like you were saying, there's times where I'm reading the Bible and I'm like, okay, I don't understand that. What I do, um, I have a like my devotional book that I'll sit down with. Uh, it, I mean, it's just a notebook for me, and I'll try to do um, an Old Testament and a New Testament. And if, if I find like wherever I'm reading in, I find a question, I'll write it down. Mm. And usually, what I would do is I would write it down and then I'd move on from it. Like sure. I'd be like, okay, whatever. Like just just to know that I did it. But lately, um, I have sat on it. I've wrote it down, and then I've 
I've asked God, like, explain mm. this to me, and mm. I haven't moved on until I found that answer. Like that. And so, and and it could, I've literally been like weeks on the same passage, just like, mm-hmm. okay, God, just reveal it, mm-hmm. reveal it to me, and I'll sit and I'll just because I don't want to move. If God's, if God said, okay, if if I'm saying I don't understand this. God is faithful to give me the knowledge right. to understand it That's right. because he wants us to understand his yes, word. He, does. he doesn't want it to be a secret. That's right. um, and so sometimes God won't reveal it though in that moment, but sometimes he'll reveal it in the small things I'm doing. Yeah. And then he'll go, you remember that passage that you read? And then I'll be like, oh yeah. And then I'll go back that next day and I can just write it in yes. for sure. For sure. What, what are some other things that you think about? Maybe some, like some people have issues of reading the Bible or make it hard. Yeah. So when I I was thinking about this question. Uh, three words came up to, in my mind. Uh, why I call these the three U's uh, that prevent us from getting here. One was under, lack of understanding, mm. and uh, I, we we just talked about. It, but I just want to add on one one point on that, uh, which is you know it is natural uh, to read the scriptures and not understand everything, yes. um, and uh, that that's part of the process of studying the Word of God, uh, e- even. Um, Apostle Peter uh, refers to the writings of Paul and says they're hard to understand. Yeah. Right? So if, yeah. if Apostle Peter felt that yeah. Paul's letters were hard to understand, you know, the, the, we're, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. Sure. And, and right. like you said, Pastor, there, there's a lot lot of ways for us to be able to, to move through that and to be able Amen. to process that and to gain some understanding. And ultimately, more than any commentary or any book or Google or whatever else, right? right? The the Lord uh, in the book of James says, "If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Come Lord, and He shall give it." Yes. And 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 the, and I truly believe, like you, like you both said, that yeah. when we sit and we say, "God, I, I don't understand this. I need you to explain this to me," uh, He is faithful yeah. in, yes. in revealing that. Praise God. And and it's the the other point I want to make in. Uh, uh, is not only is there un- lack of understanding that makes it hard, but also the uncomfortability mm. of the word. Mm. And that's the second you. The uh, second you is un- lack of the uncomfortability that it puts people in. Um, mm. Because, you know, there are certain scriptures that I would love to read, like the Psalms, like, you know, sure. Lord, you, my help and an ever-present help in trouble. Yeah, yes. I love that. Yes. Right? And then uh, you come to Corinthians and then you say, oh, you carnal, you, I can't even talk to you because you're so carnal. <laughs> Right? Just uh, uh, too, brother. Right. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. uh, you know, and then you get to Revelation. So all liars will be thrown in the lake of fire. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. That, that there are certain scriptures uh, that make us feel uncomfortable. Sure. And, yeah. and but that is the purpose of the Word of God, right? And because uh, the Word of God is like a mirror for us to yes. be able to identify. Yes. What's wrong with us? Absolutely. Right? And, and so I, 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 I'm I, one of the people who say if you're not feeling uncomfortable when you're reading the scripture or Come you're on. listening to a sermon and you can listen to message after message and, and nothing has made you uncomfortable, something's something's not happened in the yeah, way it should be because the, the word of God says when Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost and yes. preached the word, yes. they were pricked in their hearts. Amen. Right? And, and pricking is not a comfortable feeling, <laughs> but yeah, right. it, 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 it's the intent of the word of God to be able to identify yeah. where, where, where we need to change and what, right. what, 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 why we're messed up and where, 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 where we're wrong. Yes. And so that uncomfortability oftentimes pushes people away from the word of God because, That's good. you know, why would I do something that I know is going to make me uncomfortable? Right. All right. right. But I, I just encourage people that, that 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 uncomfortability lasts for a short period. But if you would submit to that word yes. and, and say, all right, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change, you know, the feeling that comes after that. Yes. Is is, is joy, is, is peace, is happiness. Yeah. Right. And, and and so. Uh, understanding uncomfortability and the third you that I say people that pushes people away from the word is unrelatability mm. right because mm. you know we're wow. all living our lives yeah. and you know I'm having problems at work I'm having problems in the family I'm sick and then you open the scriptures to and you maybe following a reading plan and uh, to, to, to the scripture and Daniel says I saw a horn with the horn and the ram horn and the horn horn broke off and I'm like that means nothing to me yeah, at yeah. this moment <laughs> where's right? my horn yeah <laughs> right or or you, you yeah. know you're going you're just having a bad week you come to first corinthians 11 to talk about head covering then they talk about the lord's table and it's just like this isn't this isn't giving anything to me 
yeah. right? And and oftentimes people find themselves distant from the word of God because it's just like, you know, I'm going through A, B, C, D, yeah. and what I'm reading is not speaking to, Hello. to my life mm. or what I'm going through. But I just want to encourage people that, you know, the Bible says, all scripture is God breath and That's all it. of it is useful. Yeah. Right? There's nothing in here that That's was it. put in here That's it. just for the sake of putting in there. It's like God didn't That's say, it. Oh, I, I need 10 more pages. So yeah. let me just add in another <laughs> and a few more chapters. Everything yes. is, is useful. Amen. And why we sometimes feel like it's unrelatable is because we're so caught up on our life here on earth. Mm. Mm. But we have to take a step back and remember that, there's an eternity waiting Come for us, on. right? Glory. And, you know, life is more than just me, my family, my kids, my job. But, you know, my God, yes. my calling, yes. my ministry, yes. and my community, yes. and, and my eternity. And so when we start to view the scriptures in that perspective, mm. then we realize, yeah, okay, God's dealing with this area of my life or this scripture can yes. speak to that area of my life and so we start to find it more relatable when we change our perspective yeah about us and and not view this as what can i get out of this but more Come of on. what what is what is god trying to speak to Amen. what is god trying to deal with in my life so those are the yeah. three use that i came up understanding like uh uncomfortability and unrelatability Love that, that. you could preach Fantastic. that on a sunday yeah. morning i'm telling oh you man that's good yeah. so good that's good for sure for sure so you need to write those down if you're listening <laughs> to this right now you need to put those three down point sermon. that's Come right i mean that is Love really that. really good stuff Absolutely. there's one more thing that i was thinking about it. and it goes along the lines with everything but i hear this a bunch with youth a lot of the times but it's just simply this they're like well i just think the bible's boring mm-hmm. like we hear that a lot and, yeah. and i think a lot of adults would admit that if they would if they could like say that out loud i think they would probably say that um but if you truly dive into scripture mm-hmm. i mean you guys know this too there is no better stories oh, in the bible that yeah, you find absolutely. i mean we're talking you know, like we see, you know, and we, we use Noah's Ark as, as an example all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we can look at it in the children's version of like Noah and the Ark where you got the, the little giraffe sticking out his head out the window, right? <laughs> but really, this is like a scary moment, like oh in Scripture, like truly the the earth is flooded. Well, I sure. mean, in this moment, there's yeah. a huge Ark. We see, I mean, I couldn't imagine the screams and the, the terror that was going on yes. during this time. I mean, to think about that, and then, you know, it's it's better than any movie I've ever oh, seen absolutely. a thousand times. Yeah. And if we were just to give ourselves the chance yeah. to dive into the Word, yeah. you would see that it is it is not boring, and no. it's all connected, no. and it's great. Uh, one, you know, just a resource. If you've never, ever seen The Bible Project, mm-hmm. they are such an amazing resource. I mm-hmm. love The Bible Project. They um, And you can look them up on YouTube. Um, we're not sponsored by them, but it also yeah. is just something, it's a great resource for sure. sure. The Bible project people with Tim Mackey, Tim Mackey is awesome. Um, and what they do is that they, they'll break down scripture and they'll show that the Bible is one continuous story from mm. beginning to the end mm. that God just beautifully put together and used people in the pathways yeah. to make this beautiful, um, what we know of as the Bible now. And so, uh, but what you can do is go online on YouTube and find, um, if you, if you want to know more about the the book of Ruth. It'll explain the book of Ruth in a, a visual context for you. Um, he's got things on what is the Holy Spirit? What is the temple of God? What are all these different things that we have? Sure. Uh, and so that's just a great resource to use. And it, it really shows you that the Bible is alive. Yeah. And that and that's what God does inside of our hearts each and that. each and every day. Let, let me ask this question: What does devotional times look like to you guys? What what does it look like to you, Andrew? Like yeah. when you're doing devotions? So, uh, I had to take a step back. So I had to kind of redo how I do devotion, and part of the reason is because you know as as I started ministering and going around preaching, I, I st- the my shift when I read the scriptures changed to, all right, what's a message I can pull out of yeah, the scripture? Come on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And instead of looking at it as right. what is God trying to deal with 
what is God trying to speak to me? I began to look in and like, what what is God trying to say to the people through this? Mm-hmm. And uh, I found myself going in this cycle, mm-hmm. and then I had to take a step back. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, <laughs> this is yeah. not how devotion should be done, right? right. Yeah. Because then I found myself where I only needed to read the Bible when I needed to prepare a message, yeah. right? Wow. And that, that, that got me in a very dangerous place. Yeah. So I took a step back, and the way I, I do devotion— um, so let me take it this way. For in my younger age, uh, because I lacked that discipline, because I lacked that ability to just sit and, you know, following a, a Bible reading plan was my first thing to, to at least start that discipline mm-hmm. sure. process. Of, okay, this is my time to read the word, and this is what I'm going to read. Yeah. Um, as I progressed in my walk with the Lord, I kind of now take it in a, in a sense of uh, I always start off with prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, before God, before I want the word to speak to me, I want I wanted to speak to the Lord and just mm-hmm. open up my heart and say, okay, God, you know, th- let the word come into my heart today. Let yes. the word deal with my life today. Yes. Uh, so I, I started with prayer and, and, sp- and spend some time in, in the presence of God, you know, worshiping, singing a song or two. Yes. And then I dive into the word. Yes. And uh once I get into the Word, like you said, I have, I have a notebook in, in my Bible case, right? and, and, and I just start writing. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. And what I'm usually writing is uh, what I'm getting out of the, getting out of the passage. And uh, now I don't, I don't necessarily now follow a, a strict Bible plan. I kind of, le- f- I'm a little more sensitive to, all right, the Spirit of God is leading me to a particular passage today sure. or, or this week. And, 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 and I go in there and I just, I just read it again and again and again. And I just let the words, as you said earlier, come to life to me. And, and I write down what comes into my mind, the yeah. thoughts that come into my mind. Mm. I write down, uh, points that I, I think are relevant. I write down other scriptures that come into my mind that can that, that relate to that. And I just I just spend that time, you know, studying. Sometimes I just pull up my phone and, and, and look up, you know, what was the history at that sure. time? What, or or look up a map, you know, especially when you're reading the old testament, like where is this place, right? Yeah. And just study the word. Right. Sure. Right. And, and just uh that that's kind of how my devotion time comes out. And then, you know, and then I conclude with another word of prayer and I and I pray yeah. over some of the points that that I, I read, I said, Lord, I, I just read this, so help me to do that. Right? Yeah, that's and, and that's kind of what my devotion time. It's uh, almost looks like, like your devotion time has taken its own set of maturity. Correct. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Which it's a it's a great way to approach it for sure. Because I think we all think that we should just be these Bible scholars the moment that we pick up a Bible, and the reality <laughs> is that we don't know a whole right. lot. And so that's the benefit of devotionals and setting you up on that path right. to create habit. But at some point, God wants to say, no, no I want to move you past that. Mm-hmm. I can move you further than that. Right. And it's it's interesting to hear your your maturity with that. That's awesome. I love that. What about you, Pastor Foy? Well, I, I'm going to just add to, because I love, I was going to bring that scripture up. So we're on the same page today, uh, Andrew, and I love what Jeremiah 15, thy words were found on me and I did eat them. Mm-hmm another word, you know, to Psalm 119, if you just want to know right. what the word says right. uh, and what the word is, was significant to the psalmist, just read the whole book of the, you know, that long Psalm mm. of Psalm 119 it really does talk about the word, but one of those scriptures in there talking about us, you know, talking about food is Psalm 119, 103, how sweet we, are thy yeah, words. Yeah. And it's the truth. How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, I had to do some evolving to myself, to um, Brother Andrew, because, man, I can't give you enough amen, especially when you're called into the ministry teaching or doing something like this. You know, you're always wanting that word for the people. And I I tell you what, I appreciate you saying what you said uh, because— if we are substituting trying to preach a sermon yeah. for our devotion time, we're on dangerous ground yeah. right. because I need to hear from the word of the Lord first for myself right. and walk into his presence personally. Uh, you know, he desires that'll come later. It always does. I know that I found out, uh, Pastor Drew, that when I've been faithful just to seek him personally, have a fellowship time with him, not seeking him for what I can get yeah. to preach to the people. Right. Uh, when I'm just in that moment of just like we're talking, we're having fellowship right now. This is what the Lord, I mean, when he approached the people in Revelation, he said, Let me, I'm knocking on the door, allow me to come in. And 
man, not only that, I want to have fellowship. But there's something about, and I know, Brother Andrew, with you guys from even the culture of India, it means so much more sitting down with the family. I wish us Americans could get this a lot better. There's something about sitting at the table like we're doing today and supping, like Jesus said, with one another. Having It's, it's very intimate, mm-hmm. especially in you guys' culture. You probably can expound yeah. more on that uh, than I can. But I, I don't think that we do it justice you know, to really celebrate the time that God just wants to have some time with us yeah. in the morning. So really to start out my day, and I've shared this with our congregation here for me, when, when I get here, this is my place. When I get here, try to get here early is that I walk the sanctuary for everybody's different. And that's what I love about that. I, I love to hear how God speaks and does different things in, yeah. in your personal time. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's walking that sanctuary It's praying in the spirit. It's uh, praising the Lord, having a time of prayer, you know, and Jesus gives us kind of that really the form formula in Matthew 6 when he says our father which art in heaven you know that time of worship and we don't have time to go that that through that and it don't necessarily mean that we pray that prayer it just means a formula that we follow so I just really follow that I enter into a time of just worship and praise and adoration to the Lord and I'll tell you what happens is what the Lord's been speaking to me even during that time of prayer before I enter into the word is, is that I want to, I want to be quiet Mm. to allow the Lord to speak to me in Mm. that prayer time. Uh, Because I know a lot of times all of us know people, especially in our, when we talk to somebody, when they dominate the conversation. And I think a lot of times what I've been guilty of, and I'm not saying y'all, I'm pointing to Floyd right here. I've been so guilty of doing all the talking in my prayer time mm. that God says, now be still and know, for Psalm 46, I think it's verse 10, be still and know that I am God. Mm. In other words, and I'm sorry to put it this way, but I'm just a blunt preacher and you guys know that. Shut your mouth. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It doesn't mean shut down our spirit, but we, we've got to train as well as we, I think we do a great do- job with talking, talking, talking. That the Lord said, now be still right. and start listening so you can hear my voice and I could start speaking to you. And then when I feel that, I feel like the Lord is, is speaking to me some things in my spirit and I quiet my spirit to do that. Then what personally I do, uh, just like when Pastor Andrew was talking about, Brother Andrew, is that then I get, uh, I've prepared myself. I really feel like that prayer time really prepares yourself mm. to receive the word yeah. of the Lord. Yeah. Because while he will speak to you in that prayer time, he will speak to you more when we just calm our spirit. And it really, for me, it's like preparing the soil. Mm. Prepare, prepare prepares the soil of the heart for the word, mm. just like worship. We, we practice praise and worship in the church. Why do we do that? Is it something that we fill the gap in our services? No, it's not a 15 minutes of just filling a time. Right. I really believe that praise and worship works as one with prayer and the word that goes in because the seed of the word is planted and it starts to become alive. And so, and then what I do is like uh, almost similar to what you guys are doing. I I take time to just kind of write some thoughts down or the Lord speak, what I call, even sometimes I just call them seeds. I call them, and sometimes they will be sermon seeds. They're not intended for that, but they're just seeds sometimes personally for my heart. And I write those seeds down, whether it's on the computer or, um, you know, just gathering some thoughts that the Lord has laid upon my heart. I will never sometimes ever preach those things, but that's what God's speaking to me at that moment, you know, too. So no, that's, that's huge. I think, I think sometimes too, um, you know, we can get so caught up in the mundane of like, if, if, if we're not careful, it can become such a ritual Mm -hmm. that it's, it's so rigid that we can't uh, figure out how to uh, just allow God to be God. Mm-hmm. you know, in our devotionals. And sometimes um, we just, you know, maybe we do. We just need to take a step back and say, God, like, how, how do you want me to approach devotion? Mm-hmm. How do you want me to approach this this area of my life? Because obviously it's important, 
God, you, God, you want us to feast on your word. You want us to be full on your word. So God, show me how to do that. And I think, you know, even if it's, uh, you know, because here's, here's the other thing too. I, I go back to the family side of this because, uh, maybe some of you in here are pastors that are listening to this, but there's a lot of non-pastors right, that are layman. listening to this yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And and maybe your idea mm-hmm. isn't, I'm, I'm getting a sermon out of this because you're not the one preaching a sermon, right. but maybe it's, uh, you know, because I don't want to ever come across and say, I, I don't want a word from God so I can go and uh, smite someone else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want a word of God so I can be ready when someone tries to come at me and like, sure. I want to be ready with the word. That's not what I'm saying. But also I don't want to be um, defensive yeah. of the word. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so sometimes God just says, hey, just, just speak to me. Just just, just be with me. Be in my presence right. each right. and every day in right. our lives. And one, sure. one thing I will add is, you know, one common thing that all three of us said is that we write it down. Yeah, and, that's good. And I think uh, it's a good practice, especially um, like when you go through certain scriptures and same thing happens to me and I'm sure it happens to all of us. Sometimes we don't get a whole lot of it, right? Yeah, and, right. you know, you, maybe there's a one or two thoughts that come into our mind and that's all we can glean from it at that point. Right. Um, but you write those things down, and, and I've seen it where that day it didn't seem like I got much. The next day it didn't seem like I got much. But then I start looking back at the week, and I realize, oh, the Spirit of God has been dealing with me about mm. this one thing. Wow, and and it's like each day it's been like a mini lesson. Yeah. yeah in that and you yes. know it's kind of, and it's almost like you know just looking at that day it doesn't seem like a lot but when you can look back and say all right this past week or these past couple of weeks you kind of see a theme and and how That's the good. spirit of god is and like you said he's our teacher and so he's breaking it down into small small lessons small small chunks for us to be able to digest it and you look back and be like, oh this is what god's been working on yes. this past week so i encourage everyone uh, you know uh, writing it down is always uh, a at least a, a, a good habit yeah. to make as part of your your devotion almost like a journal you know i've heard yeah. people journaling and and so there's a couple little points too, and I'm just going to mention these real quick, dude, too, Pastor Drew, um, of how you feed your soul on God's word. Just a few points that I've just kind of wrote down. Hear the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is so much that we have with smartphones nowadays, Andrew, that you have in front of you. And we got the computer. I mean, there is absolute. There are times when I'm doing things around the house that I'm able to listen to other preachers and other. And if that's not enough, my grandmother at an early age, before we had these, you know, we were had cassettes. Mm-hmm. And just call in and ask about that. Cassettes and CDs, you know. I don't know who you're going to call. What is that? But. Yeah. Uh, but I remember she did something when I was a little boy, when I would go spend the night with her. And some of you have heard me preach this and say this, but she would play the scriptures. And there was a man by the name of Alexander Scorby that read the scriptures. Mm. So when I went to bed, you know what? That would absolutely give me the peace. And I didn't realize it at the time, Andrew, but that would give me peace in my heart. Really. And I, I wouldn't even, I didn't ask Jesus to come into my heart yet, right. but it was like, we know this, the word of God says the entrance of thy word gives light and faith comes by hearing yeah. and hearing by the word of God. So hearing the word of just listening to, uh, you know, this man, just read the word. I would, I'd be in my grandmother's car going to prayer at the church and she would have the scriptures playing. Right. And I, what I didn't realize was that the seed, it never dies. The seed of the word right. never dies. And it was getting planted in my heart as a young man. And I didn't even know it. Yeah. You know, so I think here's the thing. So real quickly, I'm sorry I can expound on all these, but I'm just saying that so y'all can expound on it. Hear the word, read the Bible, uh, study the Bible, like we're talking about. Memorize. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can take, yeah. oh, this is a three-hour podcast. I'm serious. I, I'm feeling I'm feeling like we could take this thing, and we may need yeah. to come back. I mean, yeah. because this is so good. Meditate on God's word. And I just want to say this real quickly. We're out here in the country. Our church is out here. We what we see is a bunch of cows. I mean, even on my right hand side, they're right. cattle, you know. But it, if you can relate to the cow, almost meditating is almost like the cow chewing the cud. Yeah. It's constantly regurgitating. I know that sounds a little gross, but it's re, like you were talking about, Andrew. Maybe in that moment, 
but God reminded you why you read that is regurgitating what you studied and you're just chewing on that. You're meditating. I remember when he told Joshua, remember Joshua was obviously the leader that God chose when Moses passed away. Moses, my servant is dead, but Joshua, if you want to have good success, Joshua 1, 9, meditate on my word day and night. Get in this Bible, get in this word, and you'll have good success if you do those things. So meditating on word, almost like a cow chewing. I'm not calling anybody a cow. What I'm saying is just like the cow chews the cud is that we regurgitate the word and just like, oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yeah. I don't know. So just real quickly, and I want you guys to pipe in here to memorize the word. There's something powerful about memorizing scripture. Yeah. We say, I can't, I can't. Just take, like you said, Brother Andrew, little bites at a time. You know, I thought, oh, I'm never going to be able to learn yeah. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of the sinner, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is yada, yada, keep going. How, how in the world do you just take a bite at a time? Blessed is the man. And you start making it personal to your life. So memorizing, meditating, pray through Scripture. Mm. Pray. Pray through Scripture. I love that. I think you said that, Andrew and Pastor Andrew. You pray through that word. I think that that's really good. Sing Scripture. Mm. Mm. Psalms is singing. I will bless the Lord at all times. You know, when we sing, it starts coming alive in our spirit. Then to obey the word, Amen. and then then and then to share God's word. I mean, y'all know on all these things, we could it'd be yeah. another five no. hour podcast. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm just curious. You know, in saying any of that, what kind of comes to your heart? Yeah, is what the meditation of the word mm. I think is is key. The the psalmist says, "In my meditation, a fire burn within me." That's good. And oftentimes we come to church on Sunday expecting pastor and the worship team to light us on fire. Come yeah, on, yeah. right? And when we don't get there, you're like, "Oh, I didn't get anything out of service today." Yeah, but. The scripture says, no, you, in your meditation is where the fire burns. And then you come to Sunday service come with that on, fire. Man. Yeah. Right? Come on. It, 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 yes. I, I shouldn't be waiting for someone to light me up. I'm already on fire the moment I <laughs> yeah. get in. Yeah. Right? And, and so yes. I, I don't need that first song to get me warmed up. I, yes. I'm, I'm ready to go on that first song. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and and that comes through the meditation of the word of God. That, that fire of the spirit burns within us as yes. we meditate on the scripture. So I love that. I love, love that. that. Me- meditation. And the second thing, for memory. Memorization. Uh, uh, we had to do this as a, as a small kid, right? Is our parents, you know, yeah. had, had to, and back in those days, I don't know if they still do this or not, but the, the kid, we had memory verses where right. the kids had to come up to the front and right. say their memory verses in front of the church, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then during uh, like those uh, those uh, youth meetings, right? One of the programs would be memory recitation, where you stand up and you recite a whole chapter, wow. right? <laughs> and wow. we we hated it, we hated it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, someone like my mom and my mom uh you know we, we weren't even allowed to pick like sam's one because that was too short <laughs> we had to pick something with like 15 jesus wept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? so yeah. she was she would make sure we memorize yeah. scripture it yes. was a part of our lifestyle growing up love that and i i hated it growing up but it really i really understood the benefit of it when i went to college and when yeah. i was away from my parents mm-hmm. I mean, you won't. Be, I mean, the scripture was just popping up, like in in, right. in moments. Like I would just remember the scripture that I learned, right? And and I did. And even in engaging in conversations with other people, you know, I, at that time I didn't know theology, I didn't know anything, but I just yeah. remembered the scripture that my mom taught Boy, me, yeah. made me memorize as a young kid. And so, like you said, that those are incorruptible seeds Come on. that. Uh, yes. and, and one day like down that. the road, it's it's going to bear its fruit. Glory. Yeah, right. And, yes. word, and the in the word of God says, my my word does not go out void, but it, it will accomplish its purpose mm. before returning. So mm. it, that that word you it's, it's just like you're stocking up. You're That's stocking right. up. <laughs> and I always think of like uh, in, in the time of Joseph when there was a famine and they, they knew a famine was coming, mm-hmm. and they stocked up on on all I everything like they needed. Right. And in our life. Uh, there's going to be times of famine. You know, we in, we we live a busy life. You know, mm-hmm. and there's going to be times where we may not necessarily be able to spend the one hour like we do now in the Word. Right? There's situations at home or situations right. sure. that, you know, with our kids and our workplace sure. may put such a time constraint where we we find that limited. But that's where what we stocked up in the past that's good. comes up. And that's so good. I encourage 
everyone, young and old, to, to, to memorize the scripture as best wow. as you can. And the older you get, the harder it gets. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I would encourage our young people to start, to start memorizing that thing now. No joke. I mean, I, I love what you said. I, I mean, that is, you got like four sermons like yeah. going on in here. I'm telling you, no joke. But one thing that I love the wording that you used is incorruptible seeds. Yes. That I, I heard incorruptible seeds. I was like, wow, that is so good. Yeah. Because it's stuff that's planted inside of us. And and I think, you know, we can go into the family side of this oh, and, yeah. and, and talk about what it means to do like um, what we call dinner table devotionals and really dive into the importance of getting into the word with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think sometimes, especially as teenagers, right? Because you get, you get to the point you're like, yeah, I hate this. I hate this. Yeah. But it does. It comes back and you, remember, you, you recognize it later in life. And to encourage just anybody with a teenager, I only say that because I work with youth, but to encourage anybody with a teenager, they, they may hate it. They may not see Come the on. use in it right yeah. now, but truly later on in life. That's so right. what I'm telling you is be faithful to keep spreading the word, keep right. putting the Come word, implanting the word inside yes. of it, because it will come to pass. Right. It will be yes. necessary at some point. They're going to go through rough points, but that doesn't mean that they won't know the word of God. It's still an it's incorruptible good. seed yes. that is planted inside of them. And yeah. I, yeah, you can truly get into the whole family side of yeah. it. I mean, I mean, truly like dive into the importance of what it means um, to, to be a family and what it means to be in the word together. Um, you said Alexander Scorby. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so don't call us. Please don't. I'll be able to answer your question, but if you go onto YouTube, I want to play his voice because I've heard he has a pretty, oh, yeah. a pretty, you yeah. know, voice. So if you can hear that, we'll hook it up to the sound system yeah. one day. But let's see if we can just. The Holy Bible, the King James version. That's him. That's him right there. Read by Alexander Scorby. Yeah. Alexander Scorby. <laughs> <laughs> the Gospel according to Saint John. Yeah. Chapter one. That's it. And you just fall asleep to it. Was the word. It's pretty calm. With God. No. I mean, honestly. I, I totally was in the beginning I totally remember as a young boy listening to him, listen, listening to the word and falling asleep. Right. And so this is a funny story. I'm going to tell this real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Karen and I have been married for almost 25 years. I had this habit. You know, because I got the cassette tapes at that time, you know, and those are obviously little plastic things that you stuck, you know, and then they, anyway, so <laughs> not existing anymore. But anyway, so that when they made the CDs of Alexander Scorby, somebody gifted that to me. And so when Karen fell asleep, she didn't know I did this, but I just, I tried to make it a practice. And so we were just newly married had a CD player there. She already fell asleep. I was a night owl at that time before I had these boys, before I stayed and burned the midnight owl oil in the word. Um, so I played Alexander Scorby. Karen was already asleep. And so you were hearing his voice going, in the beginning, what's the word? And the word. She woke up out of a sleep all of a sudden. She says, who's in the house? Who's in, who's in here? I said, I said, baby, go back to sleep. He's just reading the word of God. Yeah. It's, it's, all right. it's the Lord. It's the Lord. But there is some, I want to go back to that. Um, man, we, we need about five more hours on this. There is something about planting the seed of the word of God in your young, in your young children. Yeah. Like, and I'm so glad that both of you guys have said that. I mean, this is my seed, you know, Drew is my seed. What we've tried to do as parents and what your parents tried to do of planting, obviously something worked because we're sitting here at this table today and we're testifying of God's goodness and what he has done in our life and the callings on our life and where he's taken us and the blessing and the favor of God. Why? Because this is inside of us, the incorruptible seed that will never die, never die, never return void, but is accomplishing and working on us every time that we're moving forward in God. Yeah. So, wow. I, I will say this. Even though my dad was the pastor, my mom was the one that taught us the Come word on. of God. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so we had family prayer every night and, it, and we get together, we sing our songs and we read the scripture. And then my mom 
literally takes 15, 20 minutes and explains, mm. and we're talking about from a young age wow. onwards, right? To uh, explains it to a way that we could understand what we've read yes. and brings about a few applications out of it. Come Usually on. it's, you need to read the Bible, you need to pray, <laughs> obey your parents, right? You yeah, get throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, these get thrown in there. Yeah. Um, uh. And so that's how we grew up studying the Word of God. Is our parents taught us, my, my mom taught us. Yes. And uh, one of the things I, I saw in my own life is even in those teenage years where, you know, we go, I go through that rebellious phase, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, and my, my mom, all my mom and dad could do at that point was watch and pray. Sure. And, and, and what brought me back mm. was that word that they planted in me Come at on. the age of six, seven, wow. Yeah. Wow. nine, ten, yes. right? And... It, it's hard mm. to push up against the word of God Come because on. you get to a point where you just yes. like either you have to say I don't care and just live your life mm -hmm. or you have to say you know what I need I need to change I need to surrender because mm. <laughs> you know the, the word of God literally arrests you yes at, at those moments and yeah. and I thank God my parents did that at a, at a young on. age because if I didn't have that I, I would have been a gone because there would have been nothing. Yeah. yeah, pulling me back, but yeah. that word, like you said, it just pricks and pricks and it's a, you're not, you're you're going down the wrong path, and it finally gets to a point where you you can't say yeah no anymore. You just gotta say all right, yes, I'm gonna say yes to the word of Amen. God, mm. and that's what brought me back to the faith. That's what Love brought my that. brother back to the faith, wow. and so. Uh, I encourage every every family, you know, mm -hmm. take that time to to invest the word of God, and even in the small kids. Yes. You know, we may think they're too young to understand, but yeah. you know, there's always something that they can grab on that they put in the back of their hearts and back of their minds, and yeah. that will come up one day. I love that. I keep thinking of the scripture when you were talking about your mom making that deposit in yeah. you, and yeah. family members that have made deposit in all of us right. that we're sitting here kept thinking of that scripture, train up a child yeah. in Proverbs, the way he should go when he's old, he won't depart from right. it. And uh, truly, I believe that even when I was doing wrong, right. Andrew, right, were you talking about, and I was rebellious as a teenager and running from the things of God, it was truly the word of God that re was regurgitated to yeah. say, you know you're in wrong, Floyd, you know you need to come to God. And that's what, by the Spirit of God and through the Word of God, spoke to my heart right. to bring repentance, yep. to turn from that sin and to come and surrender to God in that moment. But it was because of that constant training up. Yeah, You know, the Word of God said that children are a heritage of the Lord. Yeah. We have a responsibility. And I know one of these days you and, uh, Lord willing, you okay. and bless you have kids. And, you know, we as parents, we have gotten, you know, obviously of little Millie in your life, we they, those children, the word of God says, are like arrows in the hand, and we have got to point them. Yeah. Come on, Amen. Come on, men of God. Yeah, in the right direction. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you something. There are many ministers, and there are all kinds of ministries out there. But I'm here to tell you, if we're not touching our families first, Amen. We can reach thousands, but if we're not touching our family first, yeah, then what in the world are we doing? Right. Yeah. I want to be effective in my own house. Right. Right. Yeah before I'm effective to anybody else. And that starts with the Word of God, 100%. And, yes. and I, I, again, I love what you said about your mom, too, that your mom was, like, um, in the, the background scene of it, but really, truly, just truly pouring into you. And that's encouragement for any of the single mothers out mm -hmm. there, Man. and just for the mothers in general, that your voice is important, yeah, like right. your voice is needed as much as the man of the house, or or if you are that single parent, your voice is needed into pour the, the word of God. Uh, one thing, you know, you talked about the cassettes and the different <laughs> things that are just going off. Make and, me feel old today. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, you are. It's okay. It's all good. And, <laughs> I'm just 45. Thank yeah, you, Jesus. Well, <laughs> It's older 47. than me. I'm sorry. Oh, 47. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you think you're younger than what you are. No, but we talk uh, about the cassettes going and different things. But when we go back to the Word, you know, notice we're still talking about the Word. Yeah. Going back to the Word. Because it says in Matthew 24, 35, you guys know it. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass That's away. They right. remain the same. Yes. And so just thinking about that in our lives is that this Bible will always re be relevant inside of, yes. inside of whatever culture that we're living in it's it's relevant to whatever need that we have inside we just have to ask god for the 
the clarification yeah, sometimes amen. inside of our lives. One more question for you. What is something that has helped you become more devoted to reading the Bible? And we've touched on this just a little bit, but what is something that has helped you that may help our listeners out there to be more devoted to reading the Bible? It's a big question. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this first. This has been really, I know I've said this a lot even in our previous podcasts, and I'm, I'm anxious to hear what you guys have to say, but for me, it's just staying consistent. Yeah. It's really staying faithful, not giving up. You know, even in those times where you feel like, well, like you said, I love how you said that, Andrew. How's a horn going to be applicable to me today on yeah. some things, you know? Yeah. But I think the thing of it is, is that it will, the, 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 the word becomes alive. Yeah. If you just stay faithful, stay committed, stay in it, don't give up, continue. Yeah. And I think is, too, and I love this, once you grow in the Lord, you establish that relationship and the Spirit of the Lord leads you, and he does me, too, in different directions. But I will say it's good to just not go, excuse me, this is a country term, all willy-nilly all over the Bible. I think you need to have some direction that yeah. you're going each day. You know, what I try to do personally, since we're bringing personal things up, is I try to read a passage from the Old Testament yeah. and a passage from the New Testament and I always get a Proverbs in for the day and a Psalms in for the day. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to do that all at one time. But just let the Lord, you know, whether you do something, I encourage you to start out the, with the Lord in the morning. Yeah, before everything gets started. But in your day, too, with the Word of God, too, as well. Yeah. But just, I think, too, it's, it's just good to have a plan. Because if you do what what tends to happen to people, especially starting out yeah. serving the Lord, yeah. they don't know. Here's what I hear as a pastor. I know you guys have heard it. I don't know where to start, Pastor. Right. Where do I need to start and what I need to do? So basically, if you even have a chronological way of approaching a one-year Bible and things of that nature, I know I went around the barn, Pastor Drew, but I'll tell you this. I think that the key is stay consistent. Yeah. Stay faithful. It's good. Yeah, I I totally agree with that because especially when you're starting out, um, structure is important. Yes. Right? And we're, we're people who who are, we are not naturally disciplined in, <laughs> in, in habits. So, yeah. so strict, providing that structure is very important. And so, I, I like you said, cons consistency in the Word of God. And secondly, for me, at least, uh, what helped me is my approach to the Scripture. Mm. Right. Uh, the Word of God describes it. It, it is the mystery. Come on. Right? It, it, yeah. It's it's not a straightforward front-to-page, front-to-back, you know, novel. Right. 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 There's, there's mysteries hidden in yes. there. There's treasures Come hidden on. there. That's and good. so when you, when you approach that and say, all right, what, what treasure can I get today? <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. What, what mystery can I, can I solve today? Yeah. Right? That, that adds that that interest and that that, that that passion into the word yes. and and I think that for me that my approach when I had the right attitude in approaching the scriptures is when mm. it just changed and then it became a, a, just a natural part of yeah. my life I will yeah. say one more thing uh, I think the church needs to come back to balance spirituality mm. and, and what I mean by that is yeah. see, see if I'm a worship leader uh, which I was for a long time. Uh, it, it's very easy for me to to sit and, and worship, yeah. right, and, and listen to worship songs and praise God. But then I could do that for an hour and a half, and then I spend three minutes in the Word. That's good, right? Or good if I'm a right preacher, right, I, I could spend hours good word. listening to messages and sermons and, yeah. and pull yeah. up my favorite pastors, Pastor Floyd being the top. Right? <laughs> oh my! It's getting brownie points, oh I guess. <laughs> I, I could listen to the word all day, yeah. and then I spend like five minutes in in prayer, right? Yeah. yeah. So That's good. the balanced spirituality, yeah, the, yeah, the word is as equally important as your prayer life, which is yeah, equally is important good. as your personal worship to good, the Lord. Yeah. And so as we as we focus on the word of God today. You know, I just wanted to, and to to just put that out there as a blanket statement. Hey, let's not lose sight of the other two, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, th these three things have to like come together, and when it, when it comes together is where we see uh, the the beauty and the and the power that it, that it has. Yeah. Love that. 
I'm telling you, there there is so much about the and and we got to have Brother Andrew Brat back. Yes, we I do mean, for multiple yes, things. Because I'm telling you, you just yes. you feel his passion when he comes in here, and yes. and truly, and I hope you guys see that today. But truly, um, if if we were to say anything, is that the Bible is an important part of our Christian walk Amen. every single day Amen. in our lives. And so here in just a minute, Brother Andrew, I'm going to ask you just if you'll if you'll pray us out mm-hmm. here in just a second. Amen. Um, but again. And if you need encouragement, if you need prayer, you can find us at calvarychristianag.org. Visit the church. Uh, call us up here at the church. We want to pray for you. If you're not from here, we we, we will still pray for you. Even Amen. if you're from, not from a Springfield area, we still want to talk to you. Um, just as a scripture, just to finish us out, and it's something that we all know, but it, it just coincides. It brings everything together. And we all know it. It's Psalms 119, 105, which mm. is this. Your word is a lamp into my feet and a a light into my path. And that is just, that brings everything that we talked about That's together. Good. And it's so important that we keep the word of God front and first and foremost inside of our lives each and every day. So brother Andrew. Yeah, let's pray. Father God, we come in your presence this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, for giving us this opportunity to just sit as as brothers, as, as children of God, and just to discuss, to, to have a conversation about how important the Word of God is. As we look back in our own lives, we can testify of how this Word has shaped us, has transformed us, has encouraged us, has brought healing and deliverance into our lives, O oh God. And Lord, we, we could spend hours just talking about this, O oh Lord, but we pray for all those who are listening to this podcast, O oh God. We, we, I pray, O oh God, that you would just stir up their hearts this this moment, O oh God, to to have a fresh fresh desire for the Word of God, and that they, that, that that these days that they would be able to to dive into the Word with a new passion, a new sense of interest, O oh God, that you would give them a discipline to be able to to spend time in the Word, O oh God, and that you would speak to them through that Word, O oh God, Jesus, Lord, whether they're new in the faith or whether they've been in the faith for many years, oh God, I pray that this word would be bring out a, a rhema word into yeah. their lives, oh God, a word that is relevant to, to their life, oh God, and that it would speak into the innermost parts of their life, oh God, Jesus that they would find healing, they would find hope, that they would find strength in this word, that they would they would be able to, to find intimacy in you through the word of God. Lord, I just bless every person that's, that listened to this podcast, and I pray, oh God, that what we discussed today would, would be a blessing to them, oh God. I thank you for this time that you've given us, oh Lord, and I pray, that, oh God, that we would have more opportunities like this in the future to, to just spend time in, in, in your presence discussing the things of your kingdom, O oh Lord. Thank you for all that you've done. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. 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 Hey, Amen. if you want to find out more information about our podcast or CCAG, we want you first to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Um, besides that, we want you to visit our website yet again at calvarychristianag.org. We'll see you next time.